Today, we're talking about Uncle Sam's budget, new Russian offenses in Ukraine, more tragic mass shootings, and other top news for Friday, February 17th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. Discipline is more than motivation. Discipline pushes past the desire to quit when motivation runs out. Crystal Hurst. Let's start with some espresso shots. Uncle Sam just got a not-so-subtle reminder that there's still work to do on the nation's debt ceiling crisis. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office published a gloomy federal debt outlook. National debt is on pace to rise by $19 trillion over the next decade, mostly due to rising Social Security and Medicare costs. Unemployment could rise thanks to increased interest rates. Finally, the Treasury will run out of accounting tricks and will default sometime between July and September without fiscal policy change, something that won't come easily from a split-party Congress. Republicans don't want to increase the debt ceiling without cutting spending, and Democrats, including President Biden, are against using the ceiling as a negotiating tactic. However, Biden did ask Republicans for details on their proposed budget cuts on Tuesday. The White House's budget is due to be released March 9th. Our hope is never contingent on financial security, personal or national. It's much more secure than that. Regardless of whether things get worse or better during your lifetime, eventually everything ends well for followers of Christ. Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7 says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Russia is all in. An estimated 97% of Russian troops are engaged in Ukraine as it mounts constant attacks. Moscow reports it's broken through two fortified lines of Ukrainian defenses on the eastern front of the Luhansk region. Their version of events also includes Ukraine's wide-scale retreat, which Ukraine denies. Russia has its sights set on the key eastern city of Bakhmut ahead of the war's one-year anniversary next week. But Western intelligence suggests it's coming with a hefty price tag. UK Defense Secretary Ben Wallace says Russia is taking heavy casualties and has lost nearly two-thirds of their tanks. Ukraine is expected to mount a counteroffense this spring after receiving tanks and additional training for their troops from allies in Europe. As Christians, we should mourn lives lost in combat, regardless of which side they fight for. Continue to pray for this conflict to be resolved, peace to be restored, and freedom to prevail. Matthew 5, verse 44 through 45 says... But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. The 19-year-old who killed 10 black people at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York last summer was sentenced to life in prison without parole. After hearing statements from the victim's families and friends, the shooter apologized in court, saying he was motivated by racist online conspiracies and wishes he could take back his actions. Elsewhere, a grand jury indicted the father of the 4th of July parade shooter in Highland Park, Illinois, on charges of reckless conduct for allowing his then 19-year-old son access to firearms despite past signs of violence. He's pleading not guilty. And sadly, there was another shooting this week. One person was killed and another three injured after gunfire erupted at an El Paso mall on Wednesday. Two men were arrested, including one who was quickly tackled by an off-duty officer. 
We all long for the day when peace will reign, when violence will no longer be commonplace, when the kingdom Jesus has brought in part will be realized in full. In the meantime, pray for all victims of violence in the world. Isaiah 11 verse 6 says, The wolf will dwell with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf, the young lion, and the fattened calf will be together, and a child will lead them. We believe that the news can actually be a force for good, helping people find rest and comfort in Christ while spurring them on to loving action, instead of, you know, creating division, anger, and a persistent feeling of impending doom. For example, keep this in mind while reading today's news. Even if everything goes wrong, your eternity is secure. It costs about 20 cents per subscriber per month to operate the pour-over. Many readers are unable or unwilling to pay, but you can sling seven of them on your back and support our staff and mission for just $1.99 a month. Pay what you want for the pour-over. And get a Kairos journal if you pay annually. Check out the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. A Georgia grand jury investigating whether then-President Trump and his associates illegally meddled in the state's 2020 presidential election said one or more witnesses may have lied under oath and recommended local prosecutors pursue perjury charges. Most of the grand jury's report, including whether it recommends Trump or his lawyers should be indicted, remains sealed. President Biden, the first octogenarian president, no, not part octopus, he's 80, underwent a physical exam yesterday ahead of an anticipated re-election campaign announcement. His physician said the president remains healthy and vigorous. Earlier this week, Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley said all politicians 75 years or older should have to take mental competency tests. Despite Ohio Governor DeWine saying he hasn't seen a reason to accept federal assistance following this month's train derailment and chemical release, residents remain anxious with many leaving Wednesday's town hall with unanswered questions. The incident paired with recent derailments in Texas, South Carolina, and Michigan have sparked calls from lawmakers to toughen rail safety regulations. Twitter has become the first social media company to allow advertisements for marijuana in the United States as long as ads are only shown to users 21 and over in jurisdictions where pot is legal. Other social media companies ban all of, for instance, Creed Bratton's ads for Northern Lights Cannabis Indica, as cannabis is federally illegal. Narcan, the nasal spray with a 95% success rate of reversing an opioid overdose, may be coming to a store shelf near you. Narcan is currently available to emergency medical providers and by prescription in all 50 states, but a panel of FDA advisors unanimously recommended it be made available over-the-counter. A final decision is expected next month. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.